0: Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebon Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. This week, I've got something awesome for you. So, a few days ago, I posted a poll on Instagram, and I asked this question. What would you rather hear, a movie reviewed or a book reviewed on the next episode of the podcast? And the overwhelming response, kind of unsurprisingly, was a movie. So now that the results were tallied, I thought, All right, the people have spoken, but now that they have, which one do I review? Next thing I know, someone replies to my poll and says I should review the movie I can only imagine. And coincidentally, my grandma has that movie, so I figured it would be a good opportunity to spend some time with her if we sat down and watched it together. Well, now that you know the background of this episode... Here we go. So, first off, this movie chronicles Mercy Me's chart-topping single, I Can Only Imagine, that was released on their fifth studio album, 2001's Almost There. But the movie also concerns lead vocalist Bart Millard's childhood, and particularly his time at a Christian youth camp. The movie opens with Bart at a piano in an empty theater. Then we're taken to a studio where we see Bart sitting down with someone and answering questions about the song. In the next scene, we see a younger Bart riding his bike after a conversation with his grandma. And later, in a fit of rage, Bart's dad, who's played by Dennis Quaid in this film, throws his son's art project into a fire, saying, Dreams don't pay the bills. He later that night is heard arguing with Bart's mother through the walls of his room, and this leads us to Bart's first day at the youth camp I mentioned earlier. While there, he has an awkward encounter with Shannon. You might want to remember her. She's important for later. That night, she and Bart sneak out of camp, and in those moments, we learn that Shannon hopes that she and Bart will fall in love one day. By this point, back at home, Bart's mom has left because of his dad's constant abuse, and even though that fact is true, his dad's still in denial that her departure has anything to do with him. By the fall of 91, Bart's playing football to please his dad, and not only that, but he and Shannon are a couple as she had hoped all those many years ago. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows because he's eventually injured and forced to give up football for, of all things, music class? He signs up and is made assistant tech director for the class, and later he's heard singing by his teacher who sees something in him that Bart doesn't see in himself, and that being, he's actually pretty good. Later we find out that Bart's dad has cancer, and a few scenes after that, when Shannon comes by to check on him, he learns that his son was in a play. After a heated argument later in the film, Bart's decided he's had enough and walks out on his dad. In the midst of his feelings about what just happened, Bart, while at a concert, overhears that a local band needs a vocalist, so he jumps at the chance. At a local show his new band is performing at, Bart shares his testimony of how he found Jesus through music, and then he leads the crowd in a song. After the show, he catches up with a rather influential manager, who's played by Trace Adkins in this film, named Brickle, who unfortunately isn't interested in what Bart's doing. In spite of this, he asks Shannon to come on the road with him. Even though she's not interested in going on tour when he goes back to the bus, wouldn't you know it, there's Brickle. A short time later, Bart meets his hero, Amy Grant, prompting a reaction from him similar to the one that I would have if I ever got the chance to meet Vern Lundquist. And that's pretty much a long-winded way of saying that he was pumped up. Even though this encounter with his hero gives him the energy to blow the absolute roof off the place at the concert later that night, record labels still aren't interested in Mercy Me for some reason. A few scenes later Bart's dad pops back into the picture and tries to make amends but ultimately fails as all Bart can think of is his father's abuse towards him. And it's at this point that Bart learns his dad has cancer. The good news is Bart later finds the strength to forgive him for all he's done and after a while we learn Bart's dad has found God through the services broadcasted on the local radio station. Not long after that, at his father's funeral, Bart hears his grandmother say, Just imagine what he's seeing up there. Just imagine. And these words give him the inspiration for the lyrics to, I can only imagine. Sometime ahead, we flash to the studio again, where we see Bart and Amy discussing who would sing Bart's new lyrics. And by now, we all know how that turned out. So after the session, Bart sends a copy of the tape to Brickle, who puts it out everywhere and unsurprisingly it blows up bart's new song gets massive amounts of attention from not only contemporary christian charts but also pop and even country charts and that's how the movie ends on a high note although there is this little post credit thing that tells what happened after the song's release but i'm not going to spoil that for you i've done enough spoiling today yeah, sure, talk in depth about the movie and ruin the ending for anyone who hasn't seen it, but leave the little post credit scene untouched. Why? I'll tell you why, because when I was recording this episode earlier this week, I thought, okay, since I went ahead and spoiled the ending, I was gonna leave something to the imagination. But, you know, for the record, I didn't give all of the details to the movie away, just the major ones. So this movie as a whole, I think, is one of the absolute best movies about music I've ever seen. That's no lie. It was really inspiring to me, and I think a lot more people should know about it. And if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend watching it. For me, I'd heard this song so many times throughout my childhood and I had no idea that this sort of depth went into creating it and recording it and doing all the different things that went into making it a reality. So it was really interesting to watch. Overall, this movie was incredibly inspiring and I would highly recommend it. I would honestly watch it again. No exaggeration. They are one of the absolute best movies I've seen in a long time, so in my opinion, my recommendation is, if you're planning to watch a movie anytime soon, why not go with this one? And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at EbonzoneOfficial, as well as on Twitter, at OfficialEBZ. That's capital O and official, capital E-B-Z, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.